one, I go to a, like a lot of effort to find gay porn for us, and I don't like that you just deleted off your computer for some reason. <laughs> oh, it's a long gone. Keep an archive. At this point, when people ask me, like, what's the podcast about? And I say, we watch gay porn. Oh, really? I've said that to several people, yes. Oh, I tell people we're an introspective on uh, film. Yeah, well, both can be true. <laughs> <laughs> Live from Cool Boys Central. Oh, hi, Mark. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just the young boys. <gasps> <gasps> so cool. Hi, I'm Chaz Dean. So cool. So cool. I see cool boys. I can fuck the hottest, hottest fucking men around. All right, you guys want to hear some fucking real shit that I haven't talked to you guys about in a while? Yes. All right, guys, so I fucking shattered my back left uh, bottom molar the other day. Oh, really? Oh, Yeah, it fucking hurts like hell, and I have a temporary... Uh, crown on it, and I get a, uh, real crown put on it, uh, in two days. So, yeah. And, uh, the temporary crown sucks. It hurts. It does not fit to my, uh, jaw, uh, to my teeth structure, my dental structure, and, uh, it pains me. Well, okay, I guess we're talking about, like, what's happened last week, or, you know, bad things that have happened recently. Guys, I cut my finger open tonight slicing (gasps) bread. Oh, fuck, dude. That's huge. It's not that big yeah. of a deal. No, it's huge. It's, <laughs> it's a really big cut. Oh. That sucks. Sorry, Noli. Folk, what did you break today? Your cock? No, nothing. Everything's fu- fu- functioning properly. I had a nice day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Greetings, cool boy nation. And welcome to a super special installment of the Cool Boys podcast. Part one. Wait, God damn it! I'm reading the wrong fucking document. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, cool boy nation. You're teasing them. You're teasing them for next week. And welcome to another installment of the Cool Boys podcast. Fabulous boner moments and movies. He doesn't have a name, so death can't find him. I know what this is from. He doesn't have a home or people to care for. He's not afraid of anything. Men, least of all. He's fast and strong, like the big wind. He can hear 100 miles and see 100 miles underwater. <gasps> he can hide in the shadow of the noon sun. He can be right behind you, and you won't even know it till you're dead. They're trying to make it sound like that character is cool and is built up, but he really hasn't done much except survive on his own and run away from danger throughout that whole movie. I'm Fabulous Felk. That was from Waterworld. Yeah, I. Uh, it, it doesn't really sound that intimidating. I mean, it's like amazing in a trailer. Yeah. But when you just kind of read what she's saying, it's like, oh, he can see 100 miles underwater. Good. Yeah, he. Uh, his first instinct is to throw the kid overboard <laughs> after they escape. Is yeah. this the kid's line to, like, the bad guy at the end being, like, he's coming for you? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I was wondering, like, if this was from the trailer or from, like... It is. Or just the taglines. This is in the trailer? They use it in the trailer, yeah. I yeah. remember it. I remember that trailer. Yep. This is the trailer um, line. I love it in the movie because this is a montage right here. And he's, like, in the boat, like, going up, like, like shafts and, like, chains and, like, shooting people. And, like, people are dying. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, he's so correct. He's the best. Mm-hmm. It's the best. But they never establish anywhere in the movie that he can hear 100 miles or see it 
So it's just her like embellishing like how yeah, she's badass lying. he is. Okay, okay, gotcha. The correct mm-hmm. thing is he can breathe underwater. The end. <laughs> that's and he can fuck the hottest men. That's all we know about him. <laughs> hottest men around. <laughs> Most of the cool shit was his boat, and his boat's destroyed at that point. So he's just a fucking guy with webbed feet. He can swim really fast. Yeah, you and you can just barely see the zip line he's holding on to for yeah. some reason. Guys, hot take water rule for me is a four out of five cool boys. Five out of five. One out of five. Oh, Waterworld's water pretty bad, dude. Dude, it's a fucking action adventure epic. Waterworld's awesome. Back when they actually fucking had an idea and they went with it and didn't get out of here. Did it in one it's movie. A, it's a ripoff of, of the Road Warrior that they threw money at and wasted money because back in the nineties, water was really expensive. You made your movie with water and it was it cost like twice as much as it should cost. And unless you're James Cameron, don't do it. And the movie was so fucking good that they made a sequel, The Postman. Kind of, yeah. It's on land. Postman, one out of five. Uh, so we have a any any any. Postman uh, is four out of five. It's any emails or things we can move on good. to? So we don't we're talking about Waterworld. We don't have anything else to talk about tonight, guys. It's a Waterworld surprise episode. Ballard, who I are you? I never said my name. I'm Boner Ballard. Oh, you're okay. So Felk, you were. I'm fabulous, Felk. Right? I'm Hi. fabulous, Felk. I'm Boner Ballard, and I'm installment Noli. I don't understand that one at all. Uh, yeah, oh. because fabulous oh. boners installment is just part of the opening text. I I was so uninspired for names tonight. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. So cool. And gentlemen, we have an email. This email is a continuing conversation we've been having, a correspondence, if you will, with oh, cool no. boy Larry, who's actually uh, kind of changed his name and given us a nickname to call him from now on. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's replying to Nolan's... Uh, uh, text or nolan's email but let's let's kind of get you guys cool boy nation up to date in case this is your first episode or if you missed the episode in which cool boy larry we spoke to him so cool boy larry pretty much says to us that uh he's sick of all the bullshit we've been doing recently and we concur especially nolan um but he wants to hear more about felk's sex life and he wants a 10 episode miniseries all about felk and all his fucking and then Noli pretty much wrote back to him and said he wants that too, but, uh, you know, uh, like John Travolta's hair, we, you know, Felk won't talk about it. And then Felk did say uh, in that episode when we were discussing this um, that he might want to do a miniseries, actually, that he actually liked the idea. So Cool Boy Larry replied to Noli, and he writes, Thanks, Noli. He won't even talk about it? Even keeping names and details vague? I may have to stop listening. P.S. You can call me Larsh or Lair. Short for Larry, pronounced like Lair. Love your body, cool boy Lair. So now he's going by cool boy Lair. Hi, cool boy, cool boy Lair. He misspelled Nolan, Nolan, is this you? Nolan, is this just you? Like having a correspondence with yourself? Prownoinst. Prownoinst. He spelled prownoinst. Is that your your spelling, Ballard, or did cool boy Lair actually? That's not my spelling. I know how to spell pronounced. Prownoinst. I love how we. I love how like. Here's the thing: the real cool boy Larry, possibly Aaron, is laughing his ass off, going, "Look at him! I've made him start to fight. <laughs> They're fighting. <laughs> fighting at all. Fighting. Yeah, I've, I've created internal damnation in between them all, and now I will watch as they fall and crumble." Um, yeah, I don't. I don't, I'm the only one who's actually been willing to like discuss. Uh, you know, hey Mark, how's your sex life? Uh, I, I I answer that question. I, I will. Uh, I, I've given plenty of details, but I've never given them with structure and narrative, and that's what I'm interested in doing. 
telling them like a, a like a real story, like an anthology. Well, sometimes it's just like I met a drunk yeah. girl at a bar and we, you know, she, she was grabbing at my dick and she, she followed me home and I fucked her. Like there's not some of these stories can't be interesting, but some of these stories are very interesting. Or well, maybe not interesting want. at all. Maybe you'll maybe you'll be like, you know, I'll, I'll be telling a story about how I had my first threesome that turned into a foursome that turned into a fivesome. Hot. All the all the women. And you'll be like, boring. Get on to the next thing. Let's talk about Waterworld more. I don't know. <laughs> I just said hot. I like just listening to that. I was like, hot. That sounds hot. And you're just like, boring. That won't even be until, until part two. Oh, well, it sounds like Felk, Cool Boy Lair. You're going to get what you want. You're just gonna Over get a little there. tease for that, a little a little playing card, and I'll look into it. If you recall, our eighth episode, I believe, or maybe seventh, was me talking about butt stuff and doing butt stuff. And I I, I was like, here's my butt stuff stories, and your guys are like, oh, I can't talk about it, can't talk about it. So I was like, okay, well, no, we can't gonna- talk about it. We don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> Don't act like we know. Like we're Noli and I have secret butt sex on the side that we don't know, but that we're not letting you know about. Like two people on this podcast that aren't me. Anyways, so I I veered us away from personal stories because I didn't want to be the only one talking about that shit. Even though I had plenty of stories to tell and would have happily done like a. Hey, I've been honest. I've been super honest. I've talked about my edema. I've talked about uh, coming in my eye. (laughs) It's true. Okay, that that you have you have added honesty that's fine but it was more that this the direction of the podcast didn't go in that way we didn't become a talking sex and stuff uh i think podcast. i think differ that's pretty much the way we went just we went no we talked about gay. movies after a while <laughs> yes movies yes gay porn movies yes gay porn movies yeah that became a gay porn podcast <laughs> somewhere around episode 46 i got one question yes what do i wear <laughs> Uh, yeah, dress to kill. That's correct. <laughs> okay, I'll dress to kill. Dress to kill. Well, cool boys, time to move on to our cool boys fabulous boner moments in movies. The setup is this: in the beginning, there were a lot. Wait, what? I didn't. Noli, what is this? <laughs> in the beginning. There was a lots of boners. <laughs> then there were a few boners, but now, ah, uh, there are just a little boners. <laughs> That's right, you horny hemorrhoids. We've popped so many boners, mm. so many boners indeed, that we are out. And we just got one last shaft to stroke. <laughs> well, why, is, why, why is, okay, charge <laughs> Will Visa be the last boner? The sixth <laughs> to last boner, or who the fuck cares? Cool Boy Nation, I think I think Noli is uh, making a Jar Jar joke, not an incredibly racist joke. Yes. Well, okay, right? again, why not both? <laughs> the line is blurred. Put some freshies in the hat. There's no time. No time limit. I, I fuck the hottest men. men. <laughs> fuck it. Let them go, Murph. Need them freshies. Fresh boners is what I always like to say. So fresh, I gotta have them. Them fuck, fuck dicks. Baywatch, Baywatch, I'm lost. All three cool boys have entered what, different fabulous moments from movies we call boners into mm-hmm. our cool boy boner hat. After after fucking twenty episodes, we decided to make that 
Makes sense, huh? Finally yeah. make it really clear, crystal clear. I, Felk, crystal. will randomly, I don't know how to translate that, <laughs> draw six moments this episode, and th- we now, now we're in six, huh? This, six, okay. This episode, and then we will discuss all the fabulous boners they gave us. Now, no one has seen each other's entries, so it'll be a nice little surprise, even for us, every time a new boner moment is drawn. One last thing to mention before we start popping some fucking boners. Each boner moment drawn will have a discussion limit of five minutes maximum. Not enforced. <laughs> okay, cool boys. The first boner from the boner hat is of the cool boys boner hat. Okay, cool boys. The first boner from the cool boys boner hat is... No, no, but I think we're at six now because 10 minutes was too long. So now we're, we are down to five minutes just to keep the show moving. Yeah, it's five. Five times six is 30. So it should be, you know, under or we get or stuck so. talking about a pizza slice for 10 minutes, which was actually we, great content, which is really, really, yeah, it's amazing. It's surprising. Just a little anti-Semitic, but other than that. I think it was fucking proud oh, yeah. uh, Semitic. What's it? It, was, it was absolutely. It was Ballard focused on someone's nose for Jewish for 10 minutes. He says proud judo Jewish. like four times. Jewish and proud. He is. Yeah. All right. Time limit will be enforced, gentlemen. Okay. Coming to us from Nolan, the first <gasps> boner from the boner hat. What is the most fabulous boner inducing action scene in a Michael Bay flim? Flim. Yeah. It's spelled flim? Yeah, it's spelled flim. Okay. And so I'm not film. changing it. All right. Hold on. I'll change it. I just showed this it to you. This is an old one. I submitted this like years ago. Oh, that's why I wanted to show it to you because you misspelled film. <laughs> okay. Aww. This is one of my oldest ones. This is maybe the first one I ever gave you. Wow. And I know my answer, but I want to hear your guys' answers. Fabulous boner-inducing moment in a Michael Bay film. And guys, the clock is ticking. No, phlegm. (laughs) Phlegm, right. Uh, Hmm. It it says action scene. Yeah. Yes, not scene, action scene. Action scene, yes. It just says action, action scene in a Michael Bay film. So I added the most fabulous boner-inducing action scene. To make okay, it action spicier. scene, then. fine. Action scene. I know okay. exactly what it is. The showers, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's it. Nope. Sir, we know why you're out here. God knows, I agree with you. You were. <laughs> we were at an elevated position. Position command. Recovered from an elevated position. Did not give that order. God, now I can't watch The Rock without thinking about Jeff Stryker coming on people from an elevated position. <laughs> you walked into the wrong room. I fucked the hottest men. We fucked the same hottest men in the same mud. <laughs> All right. Somebody Ballard, fucking on, give their answer. Have something. What's going I on? I have Ballard? something. I have what something, but this was in my boner. I'll go last. Why, why are you going last? It's your boner. Lead the content. Okay, why are you guys. having such trouble talking about what your favorite action scene of Michael Bay film is? I don't have trouble. I was letting you guys go first. I was being a gentleman. Go first, Nolan. I'm going to pick something from Michael Bay's first movie. Oh, shit. Okay, that was maybe maybe mine. I was going to pick the run. Because I remember being four years old and watching all of a sudden this foot chase, car chase take place, and the music mm-hmm. was thumping. And fucking beautiful Will Smith is running. Dun, dun, and, dun, 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 and beautiful dun, dun. Martin Lawrence is jumping. You're fucking four jumping years on old. The, taxi <laughs> <cabs>. <laughs> the music is fucking old. out of control. And I remember at the time at four years old thinking, like, this is a director to watch. <laughs> Wait, you were four years old watching <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. But guys, more importantly, 
I remember like just the slow-mos of like Will Smith running and I was like, dude, this is a fucking movie star right here. Like this guy is like legit action star material right here. And by the time that scene was over, I was like, that was one of the best things I've ever seen. I'm gonna watch every movie this guy ever makes unless it's Transformers 4 or 5. Okay, but Noli, you, you, and then the end of that scene is his first 360 shot ever on yeah, cinema. Yeah, no, that, that, that six, seven minutes of Mark Messina blasting in my ear is maybe a top 10 moment in film. Um, I, That would have been my boner moment, but then at the last minute, I thought of actually my most boner-inducing action scene in a Michael Bay film, and it also comes from his first film in Bad Boys. It's the scene at the end of the film, or just near the end of the film, where Martin Lawrence is driving... Will Smith's 911 Turbo Black Porsche. And he's chasing whatever his fucking name is, the bad guy in the fucking whatever it is, Shelby Cobra, right? And they're like gunning it at these like, you know, I don't know, like uh, uh, airport blast walls or something. And there's a slight little sliver of, of hole in between two cement giant blast walls. And only one car can get through. And my fucking boner moment is when Martin Lawrence takes a shit while in the Porsche and he's just shitting himself because all the camera shows is a close-up of Martin Lawrence's face and he's just going, ooh, and he looks like he's taking a fucking shit. He actually looks like he's taking his shit on film and it's one of my favorite moments um, in that movie. It's probably my most boner-inducing moment. The scene where really? Martin Lawrence takes a shit on camera because <laughs> yeah, I don't think that happens. But. <laughs> no, he's pretty, okay. The scene it happens. Looks, I know what you're seeing. It looks about. like that's it. how you See, shit. There's another moment. Now that's how you shit. Now that's how you drive. Yeah, that's how you shit. So there's another movie, right? A New Hope, in which right as Han escapes the Death Star with Chewie, what? it cuts to hang on. It's his it favorite Michael cockpit, Bay action scene. And and and, and, and Han Solo <laughs> leans over a little bit, right? And Chewie goes immediately. Well, if you add a fart sound there, which I like to do when I watch that scene, so Han leans over, he releases some gas, and then Chewie goes, I do the, I add shit sounds in movies to make the movie sometimes a movie I already love more entertaining. That moment in Bad Boys is one when I was a kid, I did that. Sometimes I do cat meows. <laughs> Trust me, it's fucking funny. You just randomly went, yeah, no, I'm I'm a real cool person to hang out with when you watch a movie. Wow. All right, my favorite action scene <laughs> right. from a Star Wars film directed by Michael Bay. Yeah. Uh, is uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the entire Sean Connery escape in The Rock. The I mean I don't know if you can count that all as one scene from the elevator down to like the Humvee, but oh, if it just start good. if it yeah, just start if it's scene. just the car chase itself that that is that is like peak car chase like how you how you stage one that is yeah that's his that's his second best thing he's ever filmed for sure that might be and this is sacrilegious I know that might be the best car chase ever in San Francisco <laughs> yeah no I mean sacrilegious because of bullets I mean I think a bullet yeah I, I love Steve McQueen I got posters of him and all kinds of shit but even I acknowledge that like that was more of a blueprint how you handled that stuff then Michael Bay refined it. He he made it I think something. So. Yeah. yeah, very. It's kind of crazy that we haven't gotten a car chase in San Francisco really mm -hmm. since 1996, and I haven't. No, seen... No, they just had one in Ant-Man and the Wasp. There's one in Venom. Oh, yeah, I was about to say Venom or Ant. I don't count yeah. those though. Like I want an action movie, not a fucking Marvel or whatever movie. An action movie. Well, it, it's just weird that I mean, for okay, so at least 20 years went by before we even got that in a Marvel movie. Like, yeah, well, I, well I, I know when I think of hard, you know, hard as fuck masculine action movie, I think of the city of San, San Francisco. Francisco. I do. I mean, they're not, they, they don't really go together well. 
Just to, I, think, I think they go together perfectly. Because the hills? Because the hills? Everything's hilly? No, and you fucking can... Dirty Harry was there for years, made great films in San Francisco. Hard as fuck man films. Yeah, but you, mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that San Francisco doesn't exist anymore. It's long dead. I don't think so. I don't know. I've only been there like twice. I lived there. I couldn't find parking. <laughs> the entire time I was there. It was really a fucking problem. All right, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's the end of that conversation. Coming to Felk. Coming from Felk. <laughs> Coming from Felk. Me. What is the best Bond? That's James Bond. Opening credit sequence. No, we haven't. We didn't talk about this in our James Bond films? We skipped over it. We never we actually discussed. When Dorn did his, his uh, best opening sequences, we didn't talk about Bond then? Okay. Have we ever discussed the actual opening credits? Uh, wh- wh- which one's your favorite? I don't remember. Oh, cr- I thought not, we did because I thought it was like opening credits scene. We're talking about the credits, like with the text on screen and the girls Correct. dancing. That's what we're talking yeah. about? Okay. The song's a factor. The girls dancing's a factor. And the credits is a factor. We have not oh, okay. talked about this. I don't think we talked right. about it. I thought I did. Okay. Because the best opening scene is Goldeneye. And the best opening credits is Goldeneye. God damn it. Uh, I also will pick Goldeneye. Wait, yeah. what are we doing? Opening scene or opening credits? Credits. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. We're doing credits. Best spot opening credit sequence. And I hit the nail on the head with both. So there you go. Um, I, I actually would go with uh, Goldfinger. Goldeneye is a reboot of the Goldfinger intro. We have the girls. Yeah. We have the guns. We have the Russian influence. We have the sexy song. Tina Turner sounds like, what's her name? Shirley Bassey. It's a perfect 60s song in a 90s film. It's an homage. Yeah, it's Uh, fantastic. I I, I actually really, I mean, just in terms of like, I I almost want to judge them because at the time I was a teen, just how much tit you can see. And I feel wonderful. Which one has the most nudity? Oh, oh, um, I'm gonna it's gonna be a Roger Moore say, one. I think the world is not enough, actually. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe world movie. is not enough, or I, 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 Tomorrow Never Dies. I thought they actually had dresses on in that one, right? Yeah, um, well, Tomorrow Never Dies also has like it, it intercuts him with uh, no, no, that's that's Die Another Day. Tomorrow Never Dies didn't impress me that much, it was all digital stuff. Yeah. Die Another Day, I, yeah, I guess it was. Yes, yeah, the world's not enough. Die, I'm not the day. Uh, yeah, Gold, GoldenEye was awesome. That was a good one. That was a nice way to kind of homage, but I guess you guys are kind of, for me, hitting it on the head with the homage. I mean, it's exactly what it is. It's an homage of something that's already great, you know, and I like Goldfinger a lot. I mean, yeah. Goldfinger's original, I, they actually projected onto the women because they couldn't do it any other way. Yeah, time. no. You know, that's mm-hmm. like, that's so that's in-camera lighting effects. That's fucking hard to do and you you know you i'm sure they had multiple takes because it was just some woman lying down in black and then have her model another way and play another scene from the movie on her but you know it took some time back then and, and that, that wasn't an, an era where the, you know they per, you didn't have a lot of perfectionists especially when it came to like b teams so no. you had a lot of people who probably wanted to get to you know the end of their day to go get you know manhattan at the bar you know and hang out with some there's guys. not a martini <laughs> What? <laughs> Not a medium drive vodka martini. Oh my god! I, I bet you on those sets, most of those guys cannot stand martinis all, because they're all over the place, probably, right? Drinking Coors Everyone's light. joking about them. But regardless, that regardless that. So I, I just really love Goldfinger. Plus, it's my introduction to Bond. I mean, it was my first Bond, um, and that song to this day is exactly what I think a Bond song is. I, yeah, I it's think great. Of, 
I think of anything Bond, I, it goes immediately there. And then I do think of Tina Turner, and then I do think of Adele, actually. Yeah, I think uh, Adele's Skyfall was the closest thing we had to a Sean Connery song, and that's why I love the Skyfall. I, I love the song, too. Yeah. I just don't like the actual opening credits uh, that go with it. Are, yes. It's just like a yes. lot of like like de- like stags and deers and shit. It's like there's not a lot of sexy ladies. And I hate the Casino mm. Royale didn't have any sexy ladies. That that one's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, that's and, crap. And, uh, cause, like, um, I love Casino Royales, actually. Eh. Uh, it was weird to me. I remember watching that when I saw it was on his baby. Boy Ballard and it was on screen. I was like, "Why is this so like so much fighting happening with cards and diamonds and like yeah, spades? Like, where are the hot, like, where are all the girls? The hot girls? I loved that. Yeah, um, they were throwing spades at each other and cutting them. You know, shooting diamond. Oh yeah, shooting uh, spades and diamonds. It was weird, was awesome. and the song was too rock. Yeah, Chris Cornell was. Even a though I came weird. around on that song a lot, and I liked it, I like it a lot as an as a song by itself. A lot of Bond songs do that, right? I mean, um, um, we've talked about this. This is us just repeating ourselves at this point for sure. But the uh, the Sam Shepard or whatever his name is, um, Sam song. Smith. Sam That's Smith, right. yeah. Like I did not like that when I first heard it. I did not like it when I saw it in the movie. I like it now. I want to throw in one little detail uh, is that uh, in so the world of not enough, I think, has the most nudity. And you, you it, they, they continued using practical effects to some degree. Obviously, they were done with keys and in, in post-production and stuff. But like the theme is oil because that's the plot of the movie. It deals with oil. So it's a lot of hot mm-hmm. girls being like naked chicks. Like it's just silhouettes of them being covered in oil on the mm-hmm. DVD. There's a making of that actually shows the like for some reason, the raw footage. They just blur out the tits and pussy but it is a naked girl getting doused in green slime because it's like a blue background or maybe it's blue slime green background because that's how they fucking like matted that together oh, cool. and shit and it's like just release the raw footage <laughs> i just want to see a hot naked chick not fucking illuminated and made into a silhouette just completely naked with her pussy out just getting covered in green slime show wow. that that's better james bond <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. So wait, do they just then they keyed out the blue, obviously, but then they key out the the the, the human flesh tone? The, the, it was like something like where the oil like sparkled. It had like a different sheen to it. If you if you watch the opening credits, right? Yeah, but the, it wasn't on. Was it on bare bodies? I thought it was like on like like nothing, and then like bodies were formed and stuff at times. I don't know. I, it was just an element they they keyed oh, together. Oh, Solace had some sexy women in the sand. Yeah, they brought it back. That's the only Quantum Solace's right. opening credit scene was the only thing I like about it. Yeah, that is a nice. Yeah, one. they uh, they have the, uh, the the titties in the sand and the hips and the butts in the sand. They Too bad the songs like terrible. I, I don't Bond mind the song. song. I don't mind the song either. I don't mind that song either. But that once again, that's a song that I didn't like as much the first time I heard it, and then I did it did grow on me. All right, let's move on. Guys, we didn't talk about, except except for me, I guess a little bit, we didn't talk about a single classical Bond. We only talked about Pierce and Up. Because they, they, they got sexier yeah. once they moved on. Yeah, for like 10 years, though, it was the same. It was like shit projected on like girls and like mm. and the actor. Like it was the same thing for years. Yeah, yeah Goldfinger did set the standards for sure. Okay, I, I, I'm not sure this is entirely appropriate. Coming from Ballard, what is the most fabulous... Boner-inducing role from a Kevin Spacey movie, I guess, knowing what we know now. Yes, yes. I don't know how to answer this. I can. I can answer first, okay, guys. Perfect. Um, because it's my boner. I, I don't mind going first. Guys, I actually, uh, having rewatched a couple scenes uh, from Superman Returns, okay. I've, I've been like, God. wow, Lex Luthor is even more monstrous. Like, like knowing Kevin Spacey now and seeing him do the things. Like, what's the line when he's um, 
He's with Lois Lane. He goes, I can see it's on the tip of your tongue. Go ahead and say it. And she's just like, the press are going to have it. He goes, no, no, not that thing. The other thing on the tip of your tongue. What's that thing you're going to say? She goes, Superman will never. And he goes, wrong. Like seeing that, like that Kevin Spacey come out of Lex Luthor there is so fucked up now knowing like what he has done and, uh, and like, and, and like all the allegations around him and all that shit. It's uh, it's kind of insane. It's a little intense. Seems dumb. <laughs> okay. You guys, is this, is this really too sensitive for you guys? We, I can give another. No, I got. No, I think I think that was a that was that was a good that was fine. Uh, no, I mean, is this boner too sensitive for you guys? Can no, you guys no, I, I, I think it's, it's fine. It's not too sensitive. I don't know if I have an answer, but I'll play along. Okay. Uh, uh, usual suspects could be a good one. You could do. No, 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 don't, don't, no, 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 don't, don't. House of Cards. I've got mine. Okay. I'm gonna say. His, no, because I, I just rewatched this not long ago because it's on Netflix. Um, I rewatched uh, L.A. Confidential, in what? which oh, he's, Jack Van Sands. He well, he's the he's like the the borderline dirty cop who's like mm-hmm. fully aware. It, it never really occurred to me like the first time I watched it. Like they don't really stop the whole prostitution thing, or even really care to stop it. They're trying to solve murders and shit, and and. Uh, I think that's the plot, but like Kevin Spacey's fully aware of the Los Angeles underground sex for money, like scene, and he's facilitating it in order to advance his like his showbiz cop career, basically. Mm. And he's still the good guy, a good guy. He's not the good guy, but he's still like one of the good guys. He gets shot in the end, right? He dies. Yeah. Roland yeah. Tamazi shoots him. Yeah. Yeah. Who are the two that walk away? It's uh, Russell Crowe and Guy Pierce. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Right. Sorry. It's uh, the the chief of police, Boyle. He shoots him in his kitchen. This whole thing is that like he's oh, not. Yeah. He knows secrets <gasps> is the point alert. of the character. He, he's a he, he's a secret knower, and, and the whole thing that strikes me about Kevin Spacey is. I mean, we have to bring it up. Like he did his weird video uh, from his kitchen. Yes. Playing. Yeah, what, what the fuck was that? That was really weird. Uh, so Who the, told you, him to do you know that? what? Someone filmed that. Do you Someone know what the current good idea? Do you know what the current theory of that? What that is is no. What no. is that? That is a basically the underlying thing is I told you my I told you my deepest darkest secrets, Brian. Like it's it's a plea. It's a so Brian hasn't gone down yet because he knows enough that he could potentially bring down. Hollywood in a way like you can't just lift out the Weinstein company like the way that like they could they survived his fall. But Brian has had enough people at his boy parties that are powerful enough within the industry. This is the only reason I was hesitant to do this is because this might be libelous or slander or whatever. Yeah, but wait, alleged, alleged, allegedly, everything, allegedly, everything allegedly, allegedly. I know nothing. I've read it. In case you don't know exactly what we're talking about, because we kind of did skip over it real fast. Uh, uh, Kevin Spacey released a video on his YouTube page that he was Frank Underwood and as if Frank Underwood didn't die. So just in case that was not clear earlier, that's what we're referring to. Kevin Spacey saying all this shit to Brian Singer. And basically the gist of the, the of the char- in-character speech is, uh, you, you, this is how you're going to treat me. I, you, I told you my deepest, darkest secrets, and I know your deepest, darkest secrets. You think you can do this to me without me bringing other people down. Like, that's pretty much the gist of what he's saying in character. Wow. And, and if, if, you, if, you, if you bring that to, like, oh, yeah, basically every single top gay executive has gone to Brian Singer's huge pool parties. I mean, you've seen photos of them. They're, they look like fucking Greek 
Roman whatever orgies, but with a lot of boys there probably. Uh, and, you know, allegedly, not all of the boys were allegedly, allegedly 18. So he's got dirt, Brian Singer, uh, on, because he was kind of the host, along with maybe Roland Emmerich sometimes, about, ev- like, in a way that every studio would be massively impacted in massive celebrities and people that we just love, that we don't want to see fall, like the guy who played Gandalf, um, would be implicated. And it's like, hey, you can't do just do this. You can't just ostracize this to me. Remember, there was a wait, quote, wait, 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 wait. Where, where's the Ian McKellen shit coming from? I haven't heard any of that. He's been at Brian Singer's parties. Oh, you just because of that alone, you mean? I mean, he's 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 known him and been friends with them since uh, apt pupil. So Jesus. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah right. And he has a thing for much, much younger men. Crazy. Wow. He, his, his, his his like boyfriend's like 20. <laughs> Or was. I did not know any of this at all, and I would like, I gotta say honestly, guys, I didn't. I maybe watched the first two minutes of the video or minute of the video. I didn't really go that far into it. It was bizarre. It's not. It is bizarre, but like it, it says that basically Brian Singer is not taking his phone calls, and that dude wants to work again, and Singer still got the enough influence as do other people to kind of get him back. Does and he? He still got Red Sonia lined up. Yeah, I know that. That's kind of starring that's, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> that's Red Sonia. Well, yeah. I'm sure you could find a role for him in there somewhere. It's interesting that all this stuff is going on with Bohemian Rhapsody, and he is just missing from all of the conversation. Yeah, well, and it's a thing. Like he Esquire had this whole thing where they had this massive takedown article with all these people who are like, "Yeah, dude, the like." They were boys. It's it was weird, but they didn't publish it for some fucking weird reason. They just sat on it. New York Times t- published the takedown of Harvey Weinstein. They had their lawyers ready. They knew exactly what the fallout would be. They knew what the fallout would be. And liable. They, yeah, they, like, it would be liable. They knew how to deal with it. The Esquire thing squashed. Doesn't get published, even though Brian put out like his lawyers put out like explanations of what. No, I mean I'm very interested in like what like hollywood you know gossip and rumors and shit and this is all, and that's this, all is. this is this all this no is. Slander. this is all no this, slander is. this here. is gossip this is not slander this is just allegedly noli do you have anything anything from kevin spacey that you maybe you just now that you're watching it back you're just like oh that's a movie i really like he's in it and it, it sucks that he's in it yeah what <laughs> k-pax k-pax <laughs> coming to us from nolan yes what is the most fabulous action scene again in last action <laughs> Ooh. hero Shit. i think it's, i had one like that actually this is obvious is it <laughs> <laughs> i don't think much of last action hero i think I, so, I, your taste is so weird man last action hero is a great fucking movie and no, my funny. taste is good you hate Waterworld too i love too? last action hero oh it's man amazing. we're talking about five star films here it's the movie I saw as a kid because I couldn't get to see Jurassic Park for the fourth time in three days because it was sold out and begrudgingly watched Last Action Hero. And hey, and, and it was just like, you just don't this get movie it. doesn't get work. It. You don't understand it. Wow. Oh, by the way, uh, Ian McKellen's in that movie. <laughs> he is. He he's is. Death. He's death. Yeah. yeah. Wink. <laughs> Wink. Oh, death for anyone topical. who knows too much and talks. Um, I think I'm repeating myself because I think we talked about a little bit about Last Action Hero in depth in uh, in our uh, Pumping Arnold episode. 
Probably. So, uh, forgive me, but I'll just give my quick boner on this, and then if I come up with something else, I'll, I'll mention it. So my quick uh, boner for Last Action Hero would be when Arnold is in the elevator that gets gunned down mm. by the helicopter, mm. Mm. and then mm. the elevator is mm. falling or starting to fall, and Arnold, like, you know, kind of grabs on uh, to the window frame, uh, and then it breaks, uh, and then he holds on to the gold mm. little section of window frame as he free falls, and then lets go of it, and then they both free fall. Yeah. Until he grabs on yeah. to a wrecking mm. ball that his daughter, no, this his, the the boy, mm. the uh, the boy is is uh, mm. is uh, is uh, driving mm. and and catches him and that fucking mm. that whole shot is like mm. just blows me away. Yeah. The keen done around Arnold, the rotoscoping is so fucking good. He one of the best. looks legit. Like it looks best. like he's there. Like he's in an actual environment. Yeah, he's not. He's on a green screen. Okay. Yeah, I, I Ballard, I'm coming uh, right okay. now to talk about that scene. I'll go. To, I'll go. Favorite. I'll go next. Um, yeah. Pass. Nolan. Pass. Pass. I don't. I, I. I don't remember like action scenes from that movie. I just remember its failed concept. The concept oh, sound. What? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. The concept's Dominic perfect. Tyrion. It's Arnold Tyrion. lampooning himself. Yes. It's Absolutely. amazing. Yeah, but he, it also while trying to be Arnold. It works. It works flawlessly. When Arnold is Arnold in that, it's great actually. Uh, when Arnold's at the premiere as himself, and I love he's that acting as himself, taking photos with people, and he's with his wife, it's um, it is amazing. It is it is Oscar fucking material? You promise you wouldn't plug the restaurant? <laughs> yes. Six point three. That's 6. high 3. for a movie that bombed at the box office <laughs> and is universally hated. Now you see there's yeah. a cult following that loves that film that has raised it. There's that that's hundreds of thousands of tens to bring mm -hmm. up the fucking hundreds of thousands of ones. The opening shot when he's walking on top of police squad cars and, and he's just walking by sirens until he walks down a hood. 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, Good we're well aware that critics 46. are fucking... Oh, yeah, critics, but what about audiences? Oh, Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes is the perfect like fucking example of like what's a good movie. Oh, High Hunger Games fucking 2 that has a 93%. Wait, does it really? Hunger Games Something 2? Something like that. <laughs> High Last Jedi movie you guys hate has a 91%. Not user... Not users. It's got a low. What's user the user score. for Last Jedi? Sure that I'm actually curious. Sure, it's low. Ninety-one percent uh, tomato score. Come on, adjust. There you go. Forty-five percent audience wow. score. The audiences are correct in both cases. Uh, I I also love the chicken scene in the real world in New York when he just. It's like a long take where Arnold's in the car, the door slams, he drives off, you watch Arnold in a car, just drive off into another car, they head-on collision, the boy runs to fucking Arnold, he hops out of the car, I think it might be a, an edit there, and then it's like Arnold just immediately like, what the fuck, like, ow, that hurt, like, that's real, that's what it's like? I love that. They do I mean, the, the old long take trick of like coming across like a pole or something and like doing like a hard cut. Yeah, on the on the on the on the pan they cut it. Yeah, somehow. yeah. But I love that shot. I don't I know what's. It. I don't know why Bone Roman is that movie. It's is it the opening scene where he fights the uh, axe murderer on the roof and they throw the axe and he dodges it in slow mo like that's amazing. Or is Which it the is Jack Slater four intro? Scene. The Jack Slater four intro is amazing. Jack Slater four is yeah it's best the opening best. title sequence of all time. Better than fucking Goldfinger and Goldeneye. It's a great film. I love it dearly. Last Action Hero for me is a five out of five. Five out of five, boys. Absolutely. All right, Felk doesn't have anything. We can just move on. I like when he tries to fuck that hot chick in the Blockbuster. I miss Blockbusters. Angie oh, Everhart? Those are real models, like Angie Everhart or something like that. Is that Angie Everhart? Yeah. Yeah. One, one of them is. Not the girl he ties to fuck. She's blonde. No. 
What's Arnold Schwarzenegger's character name from the Expendables series? Oh, I, uh, fuck! I didn't think he had a he's name. In the first one. He's wasted. He's it's a one name thing. It's not Dutch, but it's something else. It's Trench. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Nobody cares about anything Arnold Schwarzenegger does now. <laughs> um, that's not true. I absolutely love shit he's done now. It's just I didn't care for the Expendables two that much. Maggie, you like that Maggie? Maggie wasn't bad. Yeah, Maggie wasn't bad. Okay. I like the last sheriff. Whatever it's called. Um, last stand. Um, last stand. Last man standing. That wasn't bad either. Last yeah. stand. It's the last stand. <laughs> oh, the last stand. Wait, but there was, yeah, last man standing was, was Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. But there was one he just did really recently, and it was so fucking good. And it was about, it was a drama about having his uh, wife and daughter killed in a plane crash. And, and like, it's all about oh, this drama like about dealing you with like that. You like that one? And that was good. Yeah, he was really good in that shit. Yeah. Aftermath? Aftermath. Yeah, that was really good. See, watching Arnold like act dramatically is a struggle for me. Like it kind of happened at end of days. I wasn't buying it. I love end of days. I know you do. I love it. It's when he, it's one of the few movies he has a beard. Felk? Pass. <laughs> oh. Pass on what? You're, on you're best Arnold passed. role? You already passed. <laughs> okay. Coming to Oh, god damn it, Ballard. Coming to us from Ballard. What is the most fabulous Tom Hanks peeing in a movie scene? Weirdly yes. enough, there are multiple choices here. Quite a few, there actually. Are. <laughs> It's actually something that happens a lot. I, in, 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 I know, I know. League of Their Own and Forrest Gump. There's more. Green Mile. Lot, he actually. he has. It's like a Green major Mile is the plot, plot point. of the movie. It's the point of the movie. Yeah. It's like yeah. A, the fact that he can't pee. He pees in Castaway into the ocean. Yep. Yep. That's, that's when he, when he sees oh the shipper. He's, he's like exactly. freaking out and he starts doing SOS. This is huge. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. He asks to pee uh, with JFK and then he goes and pees yep. in the White House. Yes. Been mentioned. Oh, you mentioned that? Sorry, yeah. Uh, Apollo 13. Apollo 13, he pees into space, and they say, there you go, the Constellation U Ryan, which at the time I actually thought, oh, shit, is there a Constellation U Ryan? I don't know. And then I was like, oh, you're, you're Ryan, you're in. Oh, I get it, you're in. What a joke, Ron Howard. Mm-hmm. Who's the Kevin Bacon, I think, that says it? That's, Ron yeah. Howard wrote that line. Or Bill Paxton. It's confirmed. Oh, it, was, it was Bill Paxton. Oh, that is such a Bill Paxton line. Oh, Fucking shit. ass like a 10-year-old boy. Bill Paxton's oh my got God. all the lines. Small, small little penis Bill Paxton. <laughs> Don't say peace. that. Don't Rest say that. Oh, is this an R.I.P.? Bill Paxton died with a small penis on the five while doing blow off a hooker's tit. I heard he had a huge dick. <laughs> the biggest. <laughs> small penis. Ass like a ten-year-old boy. A pair of titties make you want to stand up and beg for buttermilk. Ass like a ten-year-old boy. <laughs> Phil, what'd you hear? What? <laughs> Folk, we're doing an R.I.P. Who? Who's R.I.P.? What are you talking about? Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Eulogy. Yeah, he died. It's a memor- in memorum. But how was it? it was gr- I don't know what you're asking me. I, 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 I was. I'm lost. I, I, I can't. I couldn't follow where, where, we, where we got there. You guys Bill were talking Paxton. about big dick or small dick? Did he die? Yes or no? Bill Pick. Bill Paxton died uh, years ago. <laughs> He was a really great actor who's been a supporting character in tons of great movies and is the lead in only one movie I can think of, Twister. 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 Oh, yeah, Twister. He, he made a career out of being, like, fifth build. He's great. It's a great career. Yeah, it's a great career. The biggest, the biggest dick. Smallest. <laughs> so sad. Small penis. Uh, I'm gonna say a league of her own because I, I, I that that one left an impression on me. 
And I, I, I think about like the idea of like I peeing forgot being we were that doing long. a boner for Tom Hanks peeing in a movie because we got so into Bill Paxton. That's why I got lost. I got confused. You, I, you, did you actually briefly think you were thinking of what's the best Bill Paxton moment? Yeah, and, and rest in peace. Yeah. Um, I, I would have to say uh, a League of Their Own is great. Yeah, and he walks into the girls' locker room. That's fucking awesome. And he and he just drunk as fuck, just pisses right there in front of them. Doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, it's that because every time now when I take a long piss, I think, did I just beat Tom Hanks? Did I beat yeah. Tom Hanks? No. Yeah. I think I did. No. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to say though that um, Michael Clark Duncan playing a retarded character who grabs Tom Hanks by the dick and then vomits out gnats. Yeah, it was intense. That's a pr- that's a that's in a movie, <laughs> and now they're both dead. Yeah. <laughs> rest in peace, Tom Hanks. Rest in peace, Tom Hanks. Also, rest in peace, Michael Clark Duncan. Except that's kind of insensitive because he's actually dead. But then so is Bill Paxton. So that kind of defeated the whole rest in peace for people we thought were still alive. I heard Tom Hanks died on the five doing blow up a hooker's tit. That would be how Tom Hanks dies. He had the biggest dick. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest. Yeah. Rest in peace, everybody. Yeah. Um, I, I I might have to go with uh with actually I'm gonna go with Apollo 13 as my boner only because it's CGIP. Are we in the last one? Okay. Last boner. Our final boner comes from Felk, me, and it brings things both sexy and also a little more PG-13. We've been too crude this episode. What is the most fabulous? Clothed ass shot in a movie. Uh, okay, so this is, feels like this is retreading ground too in a movie. No, um, clothed. If you say if you say Scarlett Johansson in Avengers when she's trapped with the Hulk, that's retreading ground. Nope. Okay, good. By the way, that's mine. <laughs> God damn it! Don't pick this because we've already done it. <laughs> but I'm picking this. Guys, I've rewatched these movies because I'm on my Marvel marathon. And I'm trying to watch it. What scene is this that you guys are so fucking infatuated with? Because I saw, I don't see it. Like, what is this scene where her ass looks she's so good? She's pinned under the uh, the wreckage, and she's. I can. I can I'll post it. That's a it fucking the, stunt double. No, no, her, no, I'll show it to you. Her face is in frame. I actually have it right here. Her face is in frame right too. I mean, right. her her just standing in front of Loki's the best shot from that movie ever. Ass, but I don't want to even talk about it. In fact, I might as well just change my my bone or two. What is the most fabulous clothes ass shot in a movie that is not in the MCU? Disqualified. And I've got my answers, because I have a couple. I think I know. I'm trying to think of... Oh, clothes. Oh, okay. Clothes. Oh, that, that makes it difficult. You got to make a PG-13. Nolan, check check this out. I just sent it in our Skype. <laughs> that's it, right, Phil? Yeah, that's, a, that's a, that is indeed the shot. That's, that's but mine. her face if we were... is in the foreground. Her butt's way back in the background. But it looks so good. I don't understand you guys here. I don't. I, I don't get it, guys. I'm sorry. I don't the Muley Quim scene is also great when she's walking up to Loki and her ass is just so perfect. Yeah, it's all very good, but it's not. Co- guys, her butt here is like the least prominent thing in the frame. Like I don't understand why you guys are like are obsessing obsessing over this shot. It's nothing. Guys, we talked about my boner. I'll just go because no one's going yet. I, um, we talked about my boner in another episode. Um, it'll get. I'll give it away when I describe the episode. The episode was a was a top five list of ours about a special actor. Um, this actor, in fact, while we were going to describe five films we loved this actor, we actually had watched a movie we didn't like that this actor was in. And this movie has the best ass shot, clothed best ass shot ever. This is the movie The Mummy that spearheaded the dark universe. And Tom Cruise's ass 
when he's getting God up in it. the beginning of the film and his beautiful round butt cheeks that look padded, that the m- but he says are not padding is possibly the most legendary, most fabulous clothed ass shot in a movie. Yeah, it's the best from Valkyrie, right? The fuck are you talking about? Are you- oh yeah, Valkyrie. What did I say? The mummy. You said you said, you said the mummy. I was confused. Oh, for I a said second. the mummy. Yeah. I thought it was the mummy. It's a- all right, all right, all right. How many fucking things? How much do I have to add to this boater before it becomes usable? All right, it's Valkyrie. What there is the go. most Phil. boatery? Phil, I'll, boater I'll give you one. Boater chain. I'll give you one. What I'll is the most I got fabulous? One. I got one. Female clothed ass shot from a movie not in the MCU. <laughs> I got one. Female ass. Yes, I got one. Don't take mine. Let me go first. Let me go first. No. Let me okay, go fine. first. That's mine. Oh, God damn it. That's really? mine. <laughs> yes, because when I was four years old, I watched Catherine Zeta-Jones go under that laser in the trailer yeah. for Entrapment, mm-hmm. and I was blown away. I was like, that is the best ass I've ever seen. Is it a stunt double? Is it confirmed that it's actually her That's got to be her. That's not a stunt. It looks like her. <laughs> Guys, I saw that movie on the big screen because I had to see that movie because I skipped school that day to go get episode one tickets on release and only thing that was playing i wanted to see was entrapment so i went and saw entrapment big screen that is Catherine zeta jones guys absolutely it's the only ass that's so so. good that they put it in the trailer yes well that's not true there's been other asses in trailers but i mean yeah that's the one that sold them that movie was sold on that ass it was the music stopped in the trailer with like when her ass went under the laser like oh gotta see it yeah it's so okay so i can't pick Tom Cruise in Valkyrie, or maybe The Mummy. Who knows? I can't pick <laughs> um, any, uh, Scarlett Johansson from any Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, best clothed ass shot on film. Fuck. You could just agree with us. Well, no. Because no. I mean, you can come up with another one. My honorable run-up is actually, uh, I think her name is Bo Garrett from Chick from Entourage. Her ass in Tron Legacy in white latex is, is fucking phenomenal. Oh, it's when she yes. first comes into the club. Yes. And the elevator uh, opens uh, and you oh, see no, her standing yeah. there. Her ass is just uh-huh. pretty much a perfect, what a perfect ass is. End of the line club. End of the line club. Yes. Great movie. I actually like Tron Legacy a lot. I, I know I'm I'm one of the very few that do. I enjoy it. I, really I enjoy it. it. I love it. It falls no, apart like, in the third act. I fucking love it. Zero out of five, boys. It falls apart in the third act, but I like it. You said zero out of five? That's horrible. Oh, okay. Five out of five for me. Um, what? God damn it. I honestly Jesus don't know. This Christ. is one of the ones I wish I could like scan <laughs> a whole bunch of asses first. I guess fine entrapment. I've, unfortunately, I wish I could be more creative. Um, but I, 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 I cannot think of anything off the top of my head. Think about how many asses in jeans and in tight yoga pants and, and oh, tight sure. latex have been in movies. Yeah. There, yeah. There's a there. I, I mean, I only disqualify Millions. the MCU. You could still pick fucking. You should pick uh, um, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's ass and cat as Catwoman. That's a yeah. great no, latex ass. I can't think of an actual shot with her ass. Or Val Kilmer's ass in Batman Forever. No, he's a man. Oh, that's a man. It has to be female. It could be, oh, yeah, Batman and Robin, right? At least she's Silverstone. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's not a good ass. Um, I will go, however, with, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Batman and Robin, Alicia Silverstone as uh, Barbara, not Gordon. No, you don't and, do that. Um, Barbara Pennyworth, I guess. You don't want to do that. Yeah. No, that ass was good. I, I love that ass, and I, I always wanted no. to see that ass. And ever since Forever, when I knew that, I had already seen Forever, and I saw the sweet asses and cod pieces. And I knew when we were getting Batman and Robin that we were getting Barbara. We we're getting Batgirl. I I already played in my head that we were gonna see that ass shot on Barbara. And I was waiting for Alicia Silverstone because I apparently heard in the Crush you see her ass, but I would never be able to see the Crush. It was you know too R for me. It was too hard. 
for me for baby boy Ballard. So yeah, I uh, my my closest moment to the crush ass shot was uh, Batman and Robin's Alicia Silverstone uh, clothed ass shot. So maybe that'll be mine. Uh, yeah, there's a part where in G.I. Joe Rise of the Cobra where Rachel Nichols also gets off uh, treadmill. And I, I agree that rubber molded <gasps> ass. Oh, oh there we go. Adrian Palicki in uh, and G.I. Joe, um, the second one after that. Retaliation. Retaliation. When she's when she's in her jogging outfit uh, in like Washington, D.C. or something. Sienna, like Sienna that. Miller's ass is also quite good. That Sienna Miller ass, though, in that poster is not her real ass. Probably not. Nothing about her real. That looks like a CGI face. Yeah. That's Joseph Gordon Levitt. <laughs> It is allegedly Cobra Commander. Uh, okay. Well, okay. That- Great movie. Great movie, by the way. Rise of Cobra is actually pretty good. I feel like this is one that requires a little bit extra, like three out of five. You have to really reach because you want to go for bear asses, don't you? I do. I really want to go for bear asses. Three point five out of five boys, though, for GI Joe Rise of Cobra. Yeah. Because if it was bear asses, Patrick Swayze wins. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck yeah! Or Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez. <laughs> you know what was the most o- overrated? Loaded weapon. Not one. bare ass oh, right. shot in a movie is though is Angelina Jolie's Unwanted. They sold the movie on her ass, and her ass is just like, eh, she's. Oh, I liked it. She's yeah. No, that was peak Jolie though. That was peak Jolie. I was. Too. A, I was. A that fan. was past. Said, no, a, that was like a, a day or two walk. after. No, no, Jolie was peak for a, probably. Wait, a did solid Phil just say that was a years. pass? Phil just over, said pass. I said overrated. I didn't say pass. Like I. Oh. She she was past peak. She was past. Yeah, her, past her, peak. Her, her. Not not. I would pass on having sex with her, Nolan. Who do you fucking think I am? <laughs> no, I think you're wrong. I think Jolie was peak for like eight years. Honestly, <laughs> I, I think Jolie was peak from like what ninety nine to like two thousand seven. No one peaks for eight years. Britney Spears was like top tier. Britney Spears had like two years of peak at best. And Johansson. Johansson's been peaking for like 19 years. I'm gonna to go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and call it Johansson's past expiration date. Oh, I mean, I'm still, I still want it. I still, you know I still, I'll still. Doug's getting ready for that Brie Larson moving I'll, her way. I will, in. yeah. Oh God, I, I will still take Captain Marvel coming. I, I would in. still take well, well past his expiration date, ScarJo. I'll take ScarJo 15 years from now over Brie Larson today. Wait, you're <gasps> telling me? I don't know what's gonna happen to her. She might be in a horrible accident. There's a fresh bag of Brie Larson's right there. Yeah. Then and below in a basket, there's a whole bunch of bags of Dale Scarjo's. Yeah. You're grabbing the Dale Scarjo rather than going for the fresh Brie Larson. Absolutely. Good boy. Yeah. Without question. Well, that was the fucking best boners we have ever drawn. <laughs> Not really. Boners so fresh to death that I need some immediate release. Get dressed up, you fucking boys. Time to hit up the clubs, you fucking boys. No, not those dance clubs that you're thinking of, you cheap fucking dates with those hot outfits. No, I'm talking about strip clubs, bitches, where we can wear sweatpants without underwear so our erections will rub all over the girls. Don't wear sweatpants, wear khakis without underwear. They can't avoid them. They have to touch them. Ha ha. Ooh, I like it hard. It's like you guys have never been to a strip club. Just thinking now, those bright lights flashing, the smell of voluptuous vulvas sweating, and the sight of rock-hard girl bods rocking. You have never been to a strip club before. If you think the bods are rock-hard, they're soft and voluptuous and filled with silicone. Rockin' brings me to the edge of erupting buttloads of jizz in my pants. But I haven't gotten to my favorite part yet. 
My favorite part about strip clubs is lady breasts and women <laughs> vaginas everywhere from top to bottoms. Topless titties <laughs> bouncing to the beat of the music, rarely. That's Pulsating pussies gyrating to the beat of my car. I'm not even going to read this. It's so filled with inaccuracies. Who wrote this? Which one of you? I wrote it. I wrote it. Bare bottoms spreading for the this. licks from my tongue. Wait, finish, 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 finish the pulsating. Start with pulsating again. Pulsating pussies gyrating to the Beat of my cock, spare <laughs> bottom spreading for the licks from my tongue. You wouldn't have even know that happens if I hadn't told you about it. Especially with my main girl, Cherry Sparkles, not even right for a stripper name. They never have last names. Size, I miss her so much since she passed away from heart disease and complications from diabetes. She was so oh, fucking shit. fat. Uh, okay. Ballard, if 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 a stripper dies early, the most likely cause is overdose, AIDS, ODing. Okay. <laughs> she was so fucking fat with humongous hooters, mm, just the way I like them. You know what they say: more cushion for the pushing is what I always like to say. I've never seen a, like, that fat a stripper. I mean, I've seen some fat ones. Though. Yeah, huge ass son, swam my oh, dick shit. up whole like she's a nutty professor. She had dumps like a truck, truck, truck. Things is like a what, what, what? No, thighs. Thighs like a what, what, what? <laughs> Baby, move your butt, butt, butt. I think I'll say it again. She had, uh, no, I'm not going to read any of that. Wait, read it, read it. All night long, let me see that thong. I like it when the beat goes, dun, dun, duh. <laughs> Baby, make your booty go, dun, dun, duh. <laughs> Baby, I know you want to show, dun, dun, dun. That thong, thong. Thong, thong. Is that Cisco? You're quoting yes. Cisco yes. on our podcast. <laughs> yes. By the way, we, a great we, song. we can probably reach out to Cisco. Cisco has been on like the most pathetic podcast ever. He, he'll do anything. Anyone can get a hold of Cisco. Should I hit up Cisco with our, with our standard message to celebrities? Yeah, sure. Cool Boy Nation, tell us what you think about this episode's fabulous boner moments and movies. Also, if you have any questions or any more insight on our fabulous boners, then let us know by emailing us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. New episodes of The Cool Boys Podcast come out every Tuesday. Be sure to like and subscribe to The Cool Boys. Also, please review us on iTunes. Also, donate to us on Patreon. It only costs a buck, and you will receive also special access to content too hot to air. You can also find The Cool Boys on Patreon at patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boy Central content with Batman and Beyond on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, cool boy nation. Can't read this part because it's, it's currently being written. <laughs> Until next time, when I start the book of Felk, Felk begins. Where? No, no, no. I, I, no commitments. I don't okay. know. I'm, I, I still might might need to pull out prematurely. Oh, well, then, yeah, just read, read Evergreen then. Until next time, it's Vizies from Felk in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's got some strange <laughs> names, Phil. Uh, that's Bizies from Ballard. In your? In my butt. <laughs> <laughs> that's Bizies from Noli. In my butt. <laughs> you are standing American boy. You've excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs>
This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... Did we address enough of Larry's email? I guess we did, yeah. right? Talked way yes. too much about... Fuck, Larry's gotten more than enough fucking airtime from us. Get the cool, cool boys. boys.